that was our first like kind of punch in the face with going out there with a product is like, holy shit, I thought we were clear on what we were selling, but we need to be like way more clear. Welcome to Season 5, Episode 2 of Live in the Feast. I'm Jason, aka Rez, helping you improve your business by having a conversation with someone who's been there, had success, and built a business designed around the life they want to live. That's Live in the Feast. This season's theme is selling your service, and I'm really excited for you to hear this conversation with Mike Kelly. I've known Mike for a long time, many years, and If there's one developer who has a passion for delighting customers in a smart way, it's Mike. In this episode, we dive deep into how to engage your customers and learn more about who they are and how to get them engaged and onto the next step to work with you. We also talk about what it takes to figure out your own business KPIs or your key performance indicators and track them. Also, why more leads into your business isn't always the best solution. And we also talk about what it's like to work with your spouse. I know you'll hear how passionate and inspired Mike is about helping people and making an impact, not just for his customers, but for anyone he encounters. This episode is brought to you by Feast the premium online coaching and community designed for developers, designers, marketers, and freelancers like you wanting to specialize their business and build recurring revenue that is both profitable and sustainable. Today's market is ever-changing and yesterday's advice won't cut it. Feast members get exclusive access to the roadmap and training library, which includes everything you need to niche down, build recurring revenue, and become that go-to expert for your services. That, together with the monthly roundup calls, exclusive workshops, expert chit-chat, and our Slack community, you'll have everything you need to build a business around the life of your dreams. If you're serious about not competing on price and having those clients that respect you and your expertise, then join Feast today. Head over to feastcourse.com. If you use the code DELIGHT at checkout, you'll receive 15% off the annual membership price. Today's featured guest and featured co-host is Mike Kelly. Welcome, Mike. Hey, Jason. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks. Thanks for being here. I appreciate it. Mike is the co-founder of MemberVault and super passionate about development, woodworking, and family. So that's why I love this guy. He worked in client services years ago. He was a podcast host, which I I think that's actually where we actually connected. I believe it is. Yeah. The title of the podcast was awesome. The Grumpy Developer, right? (laughs) I mean, that that was right up my alley. But he's since moved on to a SaaS business founded with his wife, co-founded with his Mm -hmm. wife. Mike, I'm sure I didn't do that intro justice. Uh, Please tell us a little bit more about who you are and why you do what you do. 
Yeah, well, I'm a hot mess. So, I mean, that was a perfect intro for me. Um, yeah, like you said, I've just been a developer my whole life, basically, even as a kid, right? So, I mean, this is just my thing. I love building. I build with wood, too. I build with Legos. I build, I just love building. Uh, and so, software was, you know, the same thing. Uh, and for a good portion of my professional life, I was a freelance developer, just building stuff for other people. Well, three years ago, uh, my wife uh, was an OBM for his online business manager, basically managing social media and handling all kinds of, you know, the high level kind of tech stuff for one of her clients. And they were complaining about how the course platform arena, you know what I mean? What was available at the time was kind of crap. It was either like a WordPress plugin that kind of worked, but felt crappy, or it was like pay $300 a month for Kajabi or one of the other big ones. Right. And it was just like, oh, my God, like there was there there seemed to be this big gap. And me being a cocky developer, which, you know, how we <laughs> how we get, I offhand was like, oh, I could build something for you in like a weekend. Like, you know, we could build something better like that in a weekend. And here we are three years later. We're still working on it. But uh <laughs> <laughs> that's that that's how development goes. But yeah, that's how it started. It started as like a custom solution for one client and we've since pivoted. We're not just a course platform anymore. We're what we call a relationship marketing platform. And I mean, we can get into like what the difference is there, uh, but it's fantastic because it ties in perfectly with what we want to talk about and um that's sales. You know, that's like engagement and sales and it's everything is Member Vault has evolved over the past three years from a course platform to where we are now as a relationship marketing platform by kind of like seeing what's happening, you know, out there and like listening to our users and seeing what's working. And so actually, it's funny, we talk more about sales now than we do courses, than we do technology, you know. So the conversation has shifted quite a bit uh, and, and I actually like it. It's really fun. Yeah. So for me, it was like, I guess the, my mind was more along the lines of productizing a service than building a product. And uh, it was more around, I enjoy working with the clients. I enjoy the sales of that and you enjoy all of the aspects of that, but maybe there's a way that I can productize everything else around it, like the custom products and such, but maybe there's a way that I could productize it and create a recurring based model out of that, which, you know, I've done, but it's, it's interesting to hear how, how you said, like, it was a, a totally different game that you had that, like a different mindset of the customer. How did you overcome that? How did you explore, you know, really getting into the head of the customer? Yeah, no, that's a really good question. So, I mean, and this is the other aspect of that is that, um, you know, when, when somebody hires you freelance, your brand is important, right? But they're really hiring you, right? Like you're, hey, I like Mike, he's a cool guy. Like I'm, I'm, I trust him, I'm good. When you roll out with a product, suddenly you're behind this product, like the product means more than you mean, right? But the product has no history. And what we learned, uh, you know, rolling out there with it, I thought, oh man, once we build this, we went through a whole formal beta, we did our testing, like, oh man, we, we, we knew we had something good. And yet we rolled it out into the world and nobody cared. Like we got eyeballs and the eyeballs were like, I don't get it. That was my thing. It was the number one thing we heard is I don't get it. How are you guys different than Teachable? Like how are you guys different than Thingivic? Or how are you guys different than like, why on earth should I care what you guys are doing when this has been done before? 
I'm like, we're doing it different. And they're like, how? I'm like, well, it's complicated. And so that was, <laughs> that was our first like kind of punch in the face with going out there with a product is like, holy shit, I thought we were clear on what we were selling, but we need to be like way more clear. <laughs> and that was like, that was the biggest kind of like, oh shit, come to Jesus moment. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, in, in rolling out with a product is like, oh my God, we need to be really clear on, on what problem that we're solving. And this is, it's so silly. Cause like, I know this, right? Like I've been in this world enough where I know, like, don't talk about Features talk about solutions, you know, right, talk true. about talk about what you're fixing for somebody. What's the problem that you're fixing? And the problem that we were fixing was how do I engage with my audience and sell to them passively without feeling douchey, without hammering them over the head with like, oh, doors are closing in two minutes, like sign up now. Like people don't want to do that anymore. A lot of people don't want to do that anymore. So how do we do that? How do we build relationships, but in a scalable, passive way? right? We're answering that, but we didn't know how to say that at first. Right. And so that was the biggest thing. So we were going out there and we're saying we're a course platform that specializes in engagement, right? Like we, we boost engagement by using member vault for your courses and services and products and stuff like that. And by going on to the like we're a course platform, we're instantly measured up against all the other course platforms, which there's a lot of, right, right. and a lot of them aren't bootstrapped by husband and wife. Uh, <laughs> you know, with, with two kids running around. So like they have teams and millions of dollars and, you know, of course they're going to have, you know, all these features and they're going to have all this, um, sexy branding. And, uh, we don't have that yet. You know, <laughs> like mm -hmm. we certainly didn't when we first rolled out. So how do you overcome that? You know, that's the, that was the really, really tough part. So, you know, to kind of encapsulate all this, like we changed the conversation a little bit. And so that's when we realized we saw we had a handful of users. We had like maybe like 30 users who were using it. And a lot of them were like from beta, the beta stage that wanted to continue on. Once people used it, they were like, this is awesome. But you had to get them to use it first. And we just kind of watched how they were using it. And we kind of kept things open. And that's when we kind of the light kind of came on and we're like, this is the problem. We're not just a course platform. We're actually helping entrepreneurs and digital like content creators uh, we're helping them engage with their audience and sell. So instead of thinking like, here's a course platform, put your course in there and kick it out. Instead, think of Member Vault as being the third, like the second home for your content. Think of it as being an extension of your email list, a place where your subscribers go to hang out and engage with your content and then can passively buy and do things from there. And mm. it works. It works stupid well. And once we change the conversation of like, we're a course platform to we're a relationship marketing platform, then people are like, whoa, wait, what's that? <laughs> right, right. Suddenly it doesn't matter what Teachable and Thinkific and all right. these other things are doing because we're not the, it's apples and oranges. Like, you know, and I tell people all the time, like, listen, if you just want to kick a course out the door fast and free, just go to Teachable. Like they have, a, <laughs> they've done that. Like I'm not, we're not going to play that game because that's already been played. Um, so that was a big thing I think is like changing a conversation and not trying to fit in somebody else's box, you know, being like, shit, we got our own box. Here right. it is like, boom. Yeah, no, I think that's, I think that's good. And and I think a lot of the backstory of it too is, you know, you and your wife and your kids and things like that. And like that resonates with a lot of people. I mean, I find, find it too that, and you even said like when somebody hires a, a freelancer, developer, designer, whatever they are, they're hiring you. They're hiring you as the person to know that 
who it is behind Member Vault. I mean, that resonates with people. Like I get hired because people want to work with a solo business owner. I mean, there are people I've gotten objections and, and lost deals because they wanted to work with agencies. And there was nothing wrong with me. It was just the, the kind of business that they wanted to work with, which I think that is one unique value proposition there. But also to be able to change the conversation in regards to what the customer is looking for, right? And not necessarily to the point at which they might come to you initially because they want to create a course and create content to sell. But- when actuality, you're saying, okay, yes, we can pro- provide that to you, but so can other people. But here's why we're different. And this is the solution that you're really looking for because you don't want to do those, you know, Jeff Walker style launches. You don't <laughs> right. want to blast your list for and completely exhaust it for two weeks and share all this stuff. But you want to on go, you want to create an engaging piece of content that passively. I have to disagree with that term, but I I like to use the word leverage, but leverage soft sells in your content to be able to then go ahead and sell the thing. Let me take a little bit of a step back. And you said it, you said it there where it's, yes, there, you can build a course and, and all that, but is it more course creators and content creators that would use member vault or could you sell services like, you know, like I could sell my services through there. Yeah, so this is the exciting thing, absolutely. Um, so, you know, that was our big kind of shift. It's like, like holy crap, people are using this for way more than just courses, right? People are saying, and a lot of entrepreneurs have that have accounts with us have multiple things. They have a service, work with me one-on-one, uh, or you can buy this template, or you can do this, or you can do this, right? Like there's no like one size fits all thing. And so that's why we purposely kept the member vault products We don't even call them courses. We used to at first, but now we call them products, right? Mm. And so products can be a service. It can be a course. It can be a freebie, right? You put your lead. This is the kind of the unique concept that we're doing is put your lead magnets, all your freebie stuff, like whatever, like you're using to like build your list and engage with your list instead of just emailing that file and then being like, I got a 40% open rate. That's great. Right. But that doesn't give you. So what? So that PDF just died in somebody's inbox. What good is that? What we're saying is take that and put it inside of Member Vault alongside all of your other things. And it creates what we call binge and buy marketplace where people go and they start binging on your content. They might have opted in for your five secrets to blah, blah, blah. But once they log in there, they see all your other free content and they're like, oh shit, this is awesome, right? And they start dinging on it. And then they're like, oh wait, this guy offers like one-to-one services too. He offers this, he offers this. And it starts like, and the beauty of them being logged in is we track all this. So you get, like, you know, you as the member of all admin, you get all these reports on like who's looking at what and like who might be interested in what because we know they're clicking in and they're hot leads and stuff like that. And so it's really interesting. And so it cuts through the noise of all that. And it's just a really exciting thing. So, yeah, it used to be everyone on member of all had a course. And now the last time I checked, I think it's like only 40 percent of our accounts are actually doing courses. Mm. Uh, they're doing many of, almost all of them have services, right? So they offer some kind of one-to-one service component. Memberships are growing too. So people, you know, there's a lot of like, oh, you know, have my membership, you get access to, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, but Member Vault is kind of the home base of that membership. So yeah, so services, memberships, digital products. We had somebody um, sell out a live event on Member Vault. They used Member Vault to, 
you know, live event. We've, uh, people have sold books, you know, eBooks and stuff like that through, it doesn't matter because it's all about getting the eyeballs in, getting them engaged. The more they engage, the more trust they build, the more trust they build, the more willing they are to buy from you. And I mean, not to oversimplify it, but that's kind of what happens <laughs> and yes. we see it all the time we see it all the time i mean and it's not even oversimplifying it is that simple right? Yeah, right. <laughs> i mean you get somebody in and coming from the background that i have and the businesses that i have is that i know that there's a an emotional trigger and emotional shiny object syndrome that happens when you first engage with somebody that you give them a quick win Right. Like there is a window of opportunity there that they want to know everything that, you know, and they want every opportunity to work with you. They want every opportunity to see your stuff, hear you, you know, basically get to know you. And the more that you can even present those opportunities in really relevant ways, you get to win each and every time. Yeah. So my question is, and you kind of you kind of talked about it or you touched upon it, is that you track what your member vault users do and you can see and you can you know essentially you know look at what they're looking at i'm curious for you as a business owner how do you track your sales mm. hmm. yeah i mean so there is <laughs> this is an ongoing thing especially when you're dealing with um with SaaS. so you're you're dealing with small amounts you know on a recurring basis so you're building a snowball very slowly and so that's been, you know, tracking our recurring is the first thing we do. Every time we get a new, you know, sale, I, I built my own little SQL app for it because I'm a nerd. I'm sure that something like that exists, right? But yeah, so it tracks our recurring and what day of the month it's coming in too, because that's kind of important for cash flow. Cash flow is king. And, you know, it's not cheap to run a SaaS, you know, platform either. The scalability is infinite pretty much but but yes but it's really expensive to get it going so cash flow is super important so every anytime we get a new sign up for uh you know uh base or pro you know recurring we log that in there we also offer annual accounts we don't even track that in the recurring because it's annual you know happens annually so that's like that's kind of it helps cash flow in that short term where we're like well we don't really have enough recurring on like a pure monthly recurring to keep things going. So we do have to pad those sales with bigger chunks, right? Mm -hmm. And so they, they can be, you know, they're mostly for annual, you know, annual sales. And we incentivize those on occasion too when we need them and stuff like that. So yeah, so I mean, again, so we're tracking, we're tracking it like that. Um, we're obviously tracking signups as well. That's a big thing, like for us, we went through a number of iterations of, okay, do we do a free trial? Do we make people pay? Is it a credit card free trial or is it a no credit card free trial or is it? And so we finally, and we messed around with that for like a better part of a year. And we finally landed on, we have a free tier and it's usage based. So it's free tier. You can have up to 50 users, unlimited products. Uh, you can use our Stripe and PayPal integration. Like, so it doesn't block you on features. Mm. That was the other thing. We had a free model but it would block you on products and features. And then that was super frustrating because then who's going to convert if they can't see all the features? Like we thought that was going to be the carrot and it ended up just scaring people away. So like, all right, we want everyone to see the magic, right? So now great. You can use member vault for free for up to 50 users. You have 50 users in your member vault account. You're making money, <laughs> right, <laughs> you right. know, like, so, so it becomes a no brainer thing. Of course, let's scale this up. Most people's email lists are, over 50 and so we always encourage people add your whole list you know what i mean into member vault and start engaging with them like 
start changing that conversation with them. So, you know, getting people into their member vault accounts and using it is the number one challenge. So we do a lot of tracking and analytics around, okay, sure, how many accounts have been opened? And that is going, that's been exponentially growing, which is really cool. And then, but the other thing is like, how far are they getting in the setup? You know, so we have an onboarding process with steps. And so like I track in our admin, like what step these people are at. So like, okay, where are people getting, where are people falling off? Because once we locked in our messaging, we're like, cool, we're a relationship marketing platform. We're going to help you engage and sell more without being douchey. Like, cool, bam, that clicks for everybody, right? And so people are, and we have a free account. So you don't even have to take out your credit card. So people are signing up left and right. But then they'd log in and it was overwhelming and they didn't do anything. So we have like just tons of like free accounts that haven't had, like people didn't even put their name in there. Like they didn't even change the logo, you know? And so that was our biggest frustration. Like, oh my God, all right, well, how on earth did we get people to start? Like we need to make this really easy for people to set up. So we have an onboarding process with steps. So I, you know, I want to know like, cool, what steps are people getting to, right? And then we even, we came up with a gamification. We've gamified setting up their content too. So if you open up a new member vault account and you go through the onboarding within 10 days, you win the golden hamster award, which is a a coveted, just amazing prize. Yes, of course, you get an animated GIF of the golden hamster going like this. But we also feature you in our Facebook group. Like when you win it, right, we like we show off your account. So it gets you exposure and a little rah-rah. And then also your user limit for base goes from 1,000 to 2,500. So you earn a boost in your users too. So it's a little bit of like a... Uh, we're not, yeah. Yeah. And you don't have to, you're not forcing people to do it, but you're like, Hey, listen, if you get this set up within 10 days, like you're going to win the golden hamster and you're going to, and people have emailed us to like, how do I get this hamster? Like <laughs> I, I need the hamster. And like, so it's, it's, it's silly. Right. And it's supposed to be silly, but they, they win a boost. And that has been uh, a big game changer. We've been doing that for the past four months and we've seen, you know, people onboarded way higher, way higher rates than they were before, because now they have some incentive to go through and set it up. And again, uh, the, and the, the golden hamster winners will convert to paying clients. I forget what the number is, but it's like 85, 90% of the time. Nice. You know, right. so it's a no brainer, right? Like, of course, like that's such an easy thing to do. I think it's just like knowing your hurdle. So our hurdle was getting people to use the software. Right. So as soon as they do that, as soon as they set things up and they see it working, they go like this. They're like, oh my God, where have you guys been my whole life? <laughs> right. This is this is awesome. You've blown my mind, right? Like this is a new, this is a whole new thing. And we're like, I know that's what we've been trying to tell everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you have to get over that friction of getting them set up. And so like, and we still fight that, right? That's still our battle. Our sure. Still our battle is getting people to get in there, understand it and use it without too much frustration yeah no i think i think it's super smart i mean there's a couple of steps there that you had to overcome in your sales process one of which is the messaging they had to resonate right with the right kind of customer but then once they were in then it's like okay now that i've got them in they've committed Mm -hmm. at some level to you 
what's the next step that they have a problem with? What am I trying to solve for them? What do, what do they yeah. get stuck on? Right. And I think that's smart because you know what you're helping your customers do. You had to solve as well, right? You had to <laughs> figure out how to engage with them and how to get them through the door, through the house, into the party as fast as they can so that they now then can serve their own customers in a better way, in an engaging way. So you kind of had to do that. Let me ask you, do you do high touch sales or is it more just, hey, I see that you're stuck on an email or like, how, how, do, you, how do you handle that? So it's actually really funny uh, that you say that because we actually hit kind of a low a few months back where our cost, like what we were making just wasn't meeting up with our costs yet. Like we were succeeding by any external standard that you could show, but we were still coming up short of our expenses. And it was just like, ah, like we got to get over this thing. Right. And I was like, and and we were getting signups, but people weren't converting. And so it was so frustrating. We're like, ah, what's like, what's happening? And we thought the answer was, we just need more leads. We just need more people and then more people will convert, right? And that's kind of the old style of looking at things. And the hilarious part is what we ended up doing to solve our sales problem was use Member Vault. <laughs> we used our own software to solve the things that we tell our users that they can solve. And it works, of course. And so it was really kind of funny. So we host all of our trainings and stuff like that. Like you get you get access to a mountain of free training when you just start a free member of all account. Because again, we want you to use it. So we're going to offer you every bit of training that you could possibly need. And so inside of our member vault, we have those. And then we, you know, we also have a couple like CTAs for like, you know, hey, upgrade your account or like get annual, like if you want some bonus help or something like that. And so we were, people were checking that stuff out all the time and we just weren't looking. And then mm. as soon as I logged into our member vault account, I was like, oh my God, there's in the past like three days, a hundred people have clicked into and expressed interest in the annual upgrade. They don't tell me that. They didn't say, hey, Mike, right. I've been thinking about this. They don't do that at all. But their actions, and then I can, of course, in Memberable, I can click into that user and I can see everything that they've done. So I'm like, oh, wow, here's a really engaged user. In Memberable, you can ask quiz questions, like open-ended questions. Mm -hmm. And so we kind of ask them open-ended questions about what they're struggling with and what they what inspires them and whatever. And all the answers to those questions are on their profile page in Member Vault too. So in one click, I was able to like see who all my who all the people were that were interested in this, you know, in upgrading, and a whole bunch of data on what fuels them, what drives them, like what. And so I was able to just like email, like drop, and I would do this, like I would do, I don't know, maybe ten a day, where I would like you know take somebody from there do some legitimate research on their company. I go to their website, like check out their Facebook, like, ah, oh, what's going on? What is this person trying to do? And then I'd send them a personal email, kind of the high touch, like reaching out like, hey, you know, thanks so much for signing up for a member of all account. I saw you might be interested in this. I checked out your site. I love what you're doing, teaching people how to use Dubsado or, you know, whatever the case is, like you have a killer freebie, that lead magnet and member vault would just kill it. And like, you know, just make it really personal. And that converts like crazy <laughs> mm. because people are like, holy, like, are you kidding me? The co-founder just emailed me and like looked at my business. And, but it's such a no brainer for us because we know that person's already interested. Like we're not mm -hmm. wasting, we're not doing everyone that signs up for an account. There's a lot of tire kickers in there and that's fine, right? But like, I'm not gonna spend a half hour 
researching and sending an email to a tire kicker but somebody who's like legit interested and shows all that interest you know what i mean and has like a great business like those are the people i want to reach out to and so yeah so we do do a lot of high touch sales in there and so in two weeks we were in this big slump and we totally overcame it just Mm. by using our own software so it was kind of a funny like duh (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i no i mean it's super smart too because it's like those are your warm leads Right? Yeah, like, exactly. I, like what I talk a lot about is people are always like, how do I get more? How do I get more? How do mm-hmm. I get more? And I'm like, don't worry about the more. Just how do you, who do you know now uh-huh. that's close? Or who do you know now that you're working with yes. that then can maybe refer you other work, right? Talk to those people that are really close and that you are working with because you want more of those people, right? And it's super, like I love the, I love, I, I do a lot of things with my clients on what I call landing page abandonment, right? So <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. which is sim- very similar to what you're saying is like, there are certain key indicators or key pages that mm-hmm. somebody will hit and touch upon. And then if they hit upon enough of those things, there's like a little bell, you know, I mean, it's not literally a bell, yeah, but yeah, yeah. there's like a little bell that lets me know that, Hey, this person is become a warm lead. Yeah. Um, you might want to just check them out and see if you reach out and and do mm-hmm. that. So, I mean, that's for me. That's always been the one of my biggest driving forces for sales is really focusing in on those warm leads because those tire kickers, <laughs> they're a waste of time, right? Like yeah. that's when the pri- profits go right out the window. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, I think that's super smart. I mean, I love I love hearing that because I mean. <laughs> That's that's relationship building too. I mean, you yeah. now have connected on a level that most SaaS, I mean, Teachable, I mean, you know, great platforms and such, but yeah. you're not going to have Anchor reach out to you at a personal <laughs> level and say, hey, I checked out res.com. I see what you're all about. And I've heard a couple of your podcasts and this, I mean, maybe Anchor, if you're listening to this, great. <laughs> please let me know if I'm wrong. But yeah, I haven't had that interaction at that right. level from other SaaS businesses. So again, you're using unique value proposition of being small at this point to be able to yeah. do that. Yeah, um, I love it. And the other great thing is that um, it re-inspires because mindset's a big part of this whole thing too, right? You see all these these signups and stuff like that and you're like, oh, I'm doing really well. And then you look at your bank account, you're like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and so like getting your mindset. So like using our own software to like solve this problem just re-inspired us to be like, oh my God, like we, we really have something killer here. And then, you know, and then we can, and the energy matters, right? So you bring that energy into everything that you do. Uh, and all the people that you interact with. So like, I'm genuinely serious and honest when I talk to somebody and I'm like, dude, if you like, member all could really blow up your business in in this way, you could be a lot more targeted in how you interact with your people. And, and you know, I, I know because I just did it. <laughs> like, right, right. I just used it for my own, like this is, we're talking right now because of member vault, sh- like cut through the noise of all the tire kickers and showed me that you were an interested person. Like, um, that's proof, like, right. Yeah. There's all the proof you need. Like I, the fact that we're talking. So I think that's really cool too. And I, I know not everyone can do that exact thing, but there's that, you know, getting fired up again about, about your unique value proposition, like reconnecting with that. It's so easy to get lost in the woods when all you're doing is looking at signups and sales and numbers and that's all great, you know, but man, if you're not passionate about this stuff, I, you know, you're going to be, you're going to be in a bad way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I think, I mean, you touched upon it too, is that 
you are getting them excited because they can see the evidence firsthand of what it can do for them. Right. So, you know, you're one things that I always try to do with my services clients is get them used to how I work. Right. Without really telling them, like they get into my process, they correspond to me through email, they use Calendly, they, you know, there's this process of how I work. Well, when you're doing that, you're training them. You're, you're yeah. training them on <laughs> the platform, you're training them. And then you're, when you reach out, it's like, here's evidence. If you needed any sort of social proof that this thing works, we're talking right now, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I think that I love that because yeah. I mean, that's just, I mean, it's like a personal, but yet at the same time, it's like, this is a great sales tactic. It's a great yeah. sales strategy to make that human connection. And it's not pushy, you know, here's right. the thing. And and I always end those, you know, those reach out emails with like, you know, hey, if you're interested, like here's here's what we're what we're offering. If not, and I give them the, the one click login to get into into like the course in our member vault. I'm like, you know, if you wanna like do it yourself, like absolutely, here's the link. Just click on this link and it'll bring you right to the training. And so like, but again, that brings us them back into member vault, which is where all of our stuff is, right? So like <laughs> It's not, and but it's not like there's, I'm totally comfortable being transparent about that because that's, you know what I mean? There's nothing shifty going on there. Like I'm just genuinely here to help. Like, let me help you. Um, here's all the tools that you need. If you want to take it to the next level and have me help you directly, uh, you could do that too, you know, but you know, just we're here. And so you're right. It's a great sales tactic because I think you started out this uh, whole thing by saying I'm a human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly you know? right. Yep. And I think that's that's my my biggest like fire for doing this is kind of to fight the wildfire of this funnel hacking culture. You know, and again, I'm not gonna like sit here and like bash people or software or something like that. Uh, the whole sales funnel is a there's nothing wrong with it, right? But it's gone out of control where people are are being way too literal about this, and and everything has become really formulaic not human and cold and sketchy and pushy. And we, we all know, you know, we all know what this feels like. Like I, I always tell the story about, I call it a funnel, the funnel and the bro. It's my cautionary tale. Like it was like a year ago. Like I was like, I wanted to get in shape again. Right. I was like, oh man, I need somebody to like, so I went to Google of course. And I was looking for like trainers, you know, like some kind of inspiration. And I found this dude, he was like in the Pacific Northwest, had a big beard and like, he was all ripped. And like, I just liked his brand. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I was like, this guy's cool. I, like, I'm into this. Like, this is, this is awesome. How can I work with him? Like, how can I get more of this? And the only thing he had on this whole site was like, sign up for my five day workout challenge thing. And I was like, ah, oh, do I really need to go through a five day challenge? All right, fine, fine. It's cool. I like you enough. Well, I'll do it. Popped in my email address. Sure enough, day one, I get the email. Hey, welcome to day one of the challenge. Here's the video, right? It's just a YouTube video and an email. Mm-hmm. Cool. I, I do it, right? All right, I like it. Day two, I, I'll do it, but I'm like, oh man, I'm, I'm kind of short on time. Day three, I'm like, all right, I'll save it. I'm, I won't delete it, but I'll save it for later. Day four, delete. Day five, <laughs> delete. You know how this goes, right? Mm-hmm. And then on day six, I get an email. Congratulations for finishing the five-day challenge. Do you want to take it to the next level? Here's my link to my funnel page, you know, like that's take. And I'm just like, and I was revolted by it. Cause I was like, <laughs> if this dude 
and I'm not even saying he had to pick up the phone and call me, right? But like when I signed up, if he just kind of like if he had something like member vault, it doesn't even have to be member vault, right? But something like that where it's like, let me into your world and let me see what you got going on. Let me binge on your content right. and let me let me buy that day if I want to. Why on earth would you put me through a five day waiting period? To, to possibly buy from you. That's idiotic. And I've cooled off by then. I found it. There's another dude that's better. And he sold it to me the day I wanted it, <laughs> right. you know, like, and so that's my cautionary tale. And, and I get it right. Here's the thing is like, the guy's not a douche. Like he's not evil. He's doing what the industry has told him to do. Like build a funnel, have a schematic, have this big thing. And, you know, and it's systems over relationships, you know, and that's what people are being trained to do and i think it's insane and that's my big pushback is like don't think about systems think about relationships and you can use systems that help that and that's what member vault is right member vault's not a magic bullet right it but what we do is we allow you we give you that space to kind of build those relationships and see the people that might be interested but it's still up to you your content and your business to actually do it right there's no magic like Oh, make six figures overnight with the software. It's just not going to happen. Right, right. No, I love that. Yeah, I mean, give them the buy button. If they're ready to buy, let them buy, right? Like, why not? So before we wrap up, I have to ask, I mean, how is it working with your wife? I mean, find, founding a company and then like, one, do you guys have like a split, like five o'clock? We're not talking about business anymore. Or is it, is that kind of like, you know, how is that working and personal relationship? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good question. And we're in a great place with it now. And and I'll give you, <laughs> we've been in business together twice. Erin is, she has kind of a design and marketing background. So years ago, we tried to uh, form our own web development agency where she designed the websites and I built them. That went terribly <laughs> because she would design, like we were both young and kind of like, she calls me a racehorse developer. Like, <laughs> she would design stuff and I'm like, I don't feel like building that. Like that's pointless. I'm not going to do it. Don't put a gradient on that. Like I'm not going to, you know, what am I going to do? Code that? Like, no, that's not necessary. So we, I was terrible to work with. I know. And then, so we were both really high strung and we were stepping on each other's toes all the time. And so it was like super conflicty and we're like, all right, we can't work together. <laughs> <laughs> and then again, you know, fast forward like years later, this opportunity came up to like kind of build member vault and we changed the way we work with it now and we have very clear defined roles right so like she gets the final say on anything marketing anything like she writes all of our emails she does writes all of our content like she's in charge like if she's like that logo looks terrible we're not going to go with it like she gets that even if i like it like she gets the final say on that stuff. I get final say on engineering, uh, anything technical. Hey, we need to upgrade the server or hey, we can't add this feature now because it's going to introduce these other issues. Like, but we have a plan for that. Like, you know what I mean? I get the control. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like we both have our areas where we control and she dips into, hey, maybe we should have this feature. And then I dip into, hey, maybe we should do this strategy wise. But like, we still get to override each other like on those areas. And it's just like, and that's okay. So that's really been working as far as like the budding of heads because we're, she's really passionate about this business too. And so am I, and that is great. And you know what I mean? But like, you know, when you're both, when two passionate people get together and they bump heads, 
it's like a, it's like a, you know, the atomic bomb going off. And right, so right. it's good. So we avoid that, right. By, by staying in our lanes, like we're still working on the same business, but we stay, we stay in our lanes as far as like work, not spilling over into the rest of our lives. I mean, that's hard. <laughs> and I can't say that like, there is like, for the most part, like after the afternoon and stuff like that, like when we don't have childcare and it's like family time, we generally don't talk about work, but sometimes it's like, Hey, we're in the middle of this big feature update or Hey, this big thing happened or, you know, and it gets talked about, but like, I don't know, we've been doing this long enough. Like we've been working for ourselves long enough where like, I feel like that we have like kind of an internal barometer and we know when it gets a little out of hand and sometimes she'll stop me and she's like, all right, Hey, no more work. Like let's <laughs> and no, no, no more work. So it's good. It's, as with so many things in life, Jason, it's about finding a balance, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's true. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know it was twice, but the fact that it was like blew up in you guys' faces first uh, time, that even so there was bad. an entertainment of doing it again. <laughs> there was, I'm like, we've been like, listen, I love you, honey. Uh, I just, <laughs> I want our marriage to work. So we're not even going to talk about this second venture that we could possibly work together. But, I know. And, well, I mean, and that's, that's awesome. Re- yeah. And, but we were, we were like kind of circling, like we were orbiting each other, like, and, you know, and I would come in to help her with some of her clients and, and we got the taste of like, Hey, we can work together as long as like, we don't There's boundaries. Hit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's yeah. awesome. I mean, that, that's, that's fantastic. I mean, my wife now is a freelancer herself. So oh, nice. I mean, we work tangential, I mean, on things like I do, I basically build the the foundation of things, right? I mean, obviously I have the freelancer and the consultant side of the business that's growing now, but my services clients, I build the the foundation, the organic, you know, underpinnings of a good marketing engine. And she does all the pay-per-click stuff, right? Um, yeah. We've never connected together on any projects, <laughs> yeah. um, but it's just, it's just at least for right now, it just hasn't worked that way. But yeah, I'm always interested because I mean, I see where some of my clients would benefit from her services and maybe vice versa. So yeah, um, it's definitely interesting to hear. Yeah. So what's next for you, Mike? Like what's next in the next six months, 12 months? She's taking over the world, man. Um, <laughs> no, nothing like that. Um, oh man, Memberville has been an incredible it's been everything I dreamed about plus more. Like, remember I talked about how I just wasn't getting satisfied because I would like work on this project, get really passionately involved, and then I don't get to touch it again. Mm-hmm. Remember, well, it's the complete opposite where, you know, we have this platform and we have a feature request list that's sky high. And I enjoy it. I love it because now I get to see there's so many like ideas and feature requests out there that I can kind of see like, oh, these two could go together and we can make this, this. And I enjoy the engineering and architecture aspect of like, cool, what's next for us? We are going to continue in Member Vault to do what we're doing well, which is the relationship marketing, which is building that. And so we're, we're doing all these things to like tie that in even tighter. We've also identified our three biggest integrations and it's ConvertKit, 
um, active campaign and MailChimp. And so we're, so this year I'm actively doing a lot more coding, like to tie those systems together even better. So like ConvertKit and like, um, you know, member vault talk to each other, you know, like ConvertKit can directly add people to member vault and member vault can directly add people to, and there's tagging that happens back and forth. And so the more we can foster those relationships, like the better. And so we're doing a lot of that kind of stuff. And then we're even going to uh, maybe scratch the surface of introducing the idea of social into member vault. So having people be able to like chat on member vault and like leave comments for each other and like kind of opening the door because everyone's got a profile. But right now, all the communication is between like the admin and the user. But mm-hmm. users don't really see each other in the system yet. Right. You know, so we're playing around with the idea of like, how do we introduce that and how that can play in with, you know, engagement points and gamification and all the other cool stuff that we have going on there. Uh, because if you have active members in your community, those are hot leads too. like that factors into the equation of like who's really engaged. Uh, and it'll be even more of a pool to get people into your account to see your offers and to do all this stuff. So. It's just so much of that. It's, just, it's constant refinement, you know, like it's not like, oh, we're going to blow it up and change everything. And we're not even going to pivot, really. It's all just refinement. Like, all right, here's what our users are doing really well with. Like, let's double down and make that even better. And then in doing that, like you'll find some diamonds and then you'll find some other cool things. Oh, you know what we could also do? <laughs> we right. could plug this into here and like, you know, do that. You know, this year we're also entertaining the idea of doing a whole UI redesign too. That's kind of a big, big deal. But instead of just kind of blindly doing it, like bootstrappy, hiring company to do some real user research on like how people are using it and like, how can we make it cleaner? How can we make it better? You know, I know technically I want to rebuild it. If there's any developers listening, like, you know, right now it's still in a very, um, you know, old school web app style where it's like page refreshes, you know, and it's, it's very much like kind of like, cause it was, we had to just see if it worked and it does. Right. So now, you know, I'm entertaining like, okay, when we've rebuilt it in the new I, the new UI, like, building in like Vue.js or React or something like that, where it can be a lot snappier, you know? So just constant refinement, like, but we're not changing the core of what we're doing. We're still going, we're still driving hard uh, on this engagement and sales and relationships. Awesome. Love it. So Mike, where can folks reach out and say thanks for this? I mean, the best way to say thanks is just go to membervault.co grab a free account. Like there's no, again, there's a free tier. You'll get access to all of our trainings. If it's a great fit for you. Awesome. If not, no worries, but you know, (laughs) it's a cool, it's a cool thing to check out and you know, you'll kind of get into our world and see what we're doing. And I hope that's like a useful thing and you'll get invited into our Facebook group and you can say, Hey there. And yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks again, Mike, for doing this. I, I, you know, we've known each other for years, so I love (laughs) all what you stand for and what you do and how you help people. And, uh, yeah, thanks for your time today. Oh man. Thanks so much for having me on. It's been fun. Thanks. And for all of you listening until next time, it's your time to live in the feast. really understand what your leads are doing in and around your business, I encourage you to look past those surface numbers. Look past that bank account statement. Identify a couple of key pages on your website, or maybe some key emails that you send off. 
and see if there's some insight that you can find on what your customers and leads are doing. Next week, we'll be back with Mark Asquith talking all things podcasting and how to make it easy and a crucial part of your business with this TEDx speaker. Until then, it's your time to live in the feast.